This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, agencies now have some guidance for increasing the amount of electric vehicles they buy. We get a quick check on how engaged federal employees are feeling as offices start to reopen. And with the weakening dollar, the Pentagon may need to refill the coffers sooner than expected. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies are getting some help to meet the Biden administration's goal of transitioning the entire federal automobile fleet to zero emission vehicles by 2035. A new blanket purchase agreement from the General Services Administration gives agencies access to more than 1,100 electric vehicle supply equipment and services from 16 vendors. These include fast charging stations, operation, repair and maintenance plans, and power management and metering. GSA's Public Building Service also will award a supporting contract for general construction services in the near future where contractors can purchase equipment off the BPA. New details emerge about GSA's plan to extend the services under the telecommunications program called Networks. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. Agencies have to decide by September 30th whether or not they'll keep using their existing telecommunications services under the Networks contract for up to the next 18 months. The General Services Administration is telling agencies that their secretary or agency head must sign a memorandum of understanding by the end of the fiscal year to keep current services running to no later than May 2024. GSA decided in February to invoke the Continuity of Services Clause after agencies were struggling to move to the new Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions, or EIS, vehicle. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The General Services Administration, Small Business Administration, and NASA are among the highest-ranking agencies for employee satisfaction and work-life balance. That comes from the latest round of government-wide pulse surveys. GSA also scored well for agency leaders' communication on return-to-office plans. Those who fared worst include the Departments of Housing and Urban Development and Homeland Security. Federal Pulse surveys are a pilot project to get a more real-time snapshot of employee satisfaction. You can find all the results at performance.gov. The Veterans Affairs Department hired 59,000 employees this fiscal year, but still struggles with workforce shortages. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Despite this hiring surge, the VA continues to face a workforce shortage driven by a high rate of turnover. The agency is calling on Congress to make permanent some of the hiring flexibilities authorized in COVID spending bills. Jessica Bongiorni, the Chief of Human Capital Management at the Veterans Health Administration, says the average time to hire across VA is about 95 days. She says permanent hiring flexibilities would improve the time to hire. So earlier in the pandemic, all of our hires were COVID-related hires. Now we can only use it for a small subsection of our hires. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. President Joe Biden picks some familiar faces to serve on the president's intelligence advisory board. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. President Biden tapped retired Navy Admiral James Sandy Winnefeld Jr. to serve as chairman of the president's intelligence advisory board. Biden also selected former Homeland Security Secretary Janet Napolitano, InQtel co-founder Gilman Louie, and Richard Verma, the former U.S. ambassador to India. The Intelligence Advisory Board provides the president with independent advice on matters related to the intelligence community. Justin Doubleday, 
Federal News Network. Congressional auditors say the Department of Homeland Security needs to improve oversight of non-competitive contract awards. DHS spending on urgent non-competitive contracts increased from $75 million in 2016 to $1.3 billion in 2020. That was mainly due to COVID-19 and natural disasters, but the Government Accountability Office says DHS contracting officers did not always document their decisions before deciding to forego competition. GAO recommends DHS start enforcing the correct procedures for awarding non-competitive contracts. Senate lawmakers are taking steps to improve government efficiency. Senator Gary Peters has introduced bipartisan legislation that would add more congressional requirements for the Government Accountability Office. Peters says the Improving Government for America's Taxpayers Act will streamline how GAO reports to Congress. Under the bill, GAO is required to make a consolidated list of all open recommendations in its annual report to Congress. The bill also requires GAO to publish any known costs of open recommendations and help agencies identify actions to implement them. Hackers found more than 400 vulnerabilities in networks of companies important to the Defense Department. The DoD Cyber Crime Center finished up its year-long pilot program looking at weaknesses in defense industrial-based company cybersecurity. The pilot encompassed 41 companies in total. DoD employed HackerOne to look for the vulnerabilities and try to bolster cybersecurity. DOD says it may need more money in 2023 to offset inflation. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more on that. The Pentagon says it's watching inflation closely and may need to work with Congress in the Office of Management and Budget on its final top-line numbers for 2023. The Defense Department's requesting $773 billion next year. However, it assumed an inflation rate of about 2%. In a letter to Congress, DOD says it will work closely with lawmakers and budget experts to hone in on what the military needs as inflation rates are higher than the department guessed. That may mean bumps from Congress in the final appropriations bills or supplemental funding. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. And President Biden is directing agencies on how to prepare for the era of quantum computing. A national security memorandum outlines steps agencies must take to protect their networks from advances in quantum computing. Research shows quantum computing within the next decade will become capable of breaking much of the encryption in use today. The memo also directs the National Institute of Standards and Technology to create a migration to post-quantum cryptography project. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.